Welcome to Brooks in Babylon, and this is day 18 of our 40-day fast. Our text for today can be found in Daniel chapter 4, verses 28 through 31. All this came upon King Nebuchadnezzar. At the end of the 12 months, he was walking about the royal palace of Babylon. The king spoke, saying, Is not this great Babylon that I have built for a royal dwelling by my mighty power and for the honor of my majesty? While the word was still in the king's mouth, a voice fell from heaven. King Nebuchadnezzar, to you it is spoken. The kingdom has departed from you. The culture around us encourages us to toot our own horn. People are told that we should be proud of our accomplishments. With every statement of pride, we need to remember what went into us accomplishing anything. There is always someone else who prepares the way for us. In the words of the 44th President of the United States, you didn't build that. Nebuchadnezzar's second dream has been interpreted. He is going to face the consequences of his proud heart. Initially, he is affected. I can imagine him looking for his downfall with every day almost uh, worried when the final hammer was going to drop. And with every day that passes with no issue, he starts to fall back into his old patterns that do not honor God. We can talk of the goodness of God, yet we continue to rely on our own strength. Prophets and kings says for months the judgment of God lingered. But instead of being led to repentance by his forbearance, the king indulged his pride until he had lost confidence in the interpretation of the dream and jested at his former fears. He, he jested? You mean he laughed? He took God for a joke? You can guess who was going to have the last laugh. Nebuchadnezzar would only believe God for what he could accomplish under his own strength. That is not faith. Faith is about recklessly following God wherever he goes. Genuine faith is hazardous to your health. The Hebrew exiles were examples of this. They had experienced the power of God in the presence of the king. He believed the power represented in the things he had and the influence he wielded that could protect him from the judgment of God. But just because judgment didn't come when you expect it doesn't mean automatically that judgment is not coming at all or that you will not feel the repercussions of your actions. Nebuchadnezzar had more trust in the things he could directly control even though he witnessed the power of God many times. How many of us, after experiencing God at numerous places in our lives, yet we still struggle with following him all the way? God gave the Babylonian king a warning. He has given a warning to us as well. Get your house in order. 
a year from the time he had received the warning, Nebuchadnezzar, walking in his palace full of pride, allowed the following to escape his lips. Is not this great Babylon that I have built for a royal dwelling by my power and for the honor of my majesty? How full of oneself can one person be? This is the danger of pride. It will make you say stupid stuff. I think that if we reflect on the life of Nebuchadnezzar to this point, we can surmise how not to live. The Bible records that the Babylonian king heard the voice of God while the words of his folly were still in his mouth. King Nebuchadnezzar, to you it is spoken. The kingdom has departed from you and they shall drive you from men and your dwelling shall be with the beasts of the field. They shall make you eat grass like oxen and seven times shall pass over you until you know that the Most High rules in the kingdom of men and gives it to whomever he chooses. For the next seven years, his name was a byword, a cautionary tale told to the children at bedtime about hubris and pride. Nebuchadnezzar, the wild king. I wonder how many wild men and women we could see on the streets if God still handed out this kind of judgment. The message for you and I today is God is faithful to perform whatever he has promised to do, whether it is for our rebuke, reproof, or correction. It is always for our good. Prayer Activity Number one, every day we have the opportunity to serve God. What can we do to avoid just giving lip service? Number two, what is something you are able to enjoy today because of the work of someone else? Tell them thank you. And number three, pray for a spirit of gratefulness.